Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another blissful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I am your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 125. This week's message is, Oh, Lord, you are righteous. Show us your unfailing love. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us uh, this week to be received of another blessful, encouraging message from the Word of God. We thank you for taking time out of your schedules to be a part of this week's uh, message and to be received of this joyful encouragement that you may be able to continue to press on and continue to have that energy of motivation, uh, continue to be restrengthened so that you can endure the things that are coming upon you. And also, also, most also important of all, to be instilled with the knowledgeable wisdom of God. So thank you. Thank you, everyone. Welcome. Welcome for coming in and joining us. Um, Another blissful week. Things have been going Wonderful, wonderful. Things are moving right along uh, with the process of getting things continuously set up concerning the podcast. I am truly blessed to have the opportunity um, to be able to share information with you, to be able to come and relay the encouraging words of God unto you, my brothers and sisters, so that you can be motivated and continuously be encourage along your journey this is not this is not an easy journey to travel Uh, there's a lot of things that can hinder you there's a lot of things that can cause you to want to truly throw in the towel as they say or in this case surrender your souls so my brothers and sisters it is my hope and my sincere prayers that through the encouraging that you know the encouraging words that come forth from that of god that you will not you will not have that desire you will not allow yourself to be set in that mindset and to walk in that phase of doubtfulness to where you want to surrender uh, you're desiring to to surrender and throw in your souls because that is not that that is not a way to go that is not god's desire for your life amen um and he has so much in store for you so don't ever give up don't ever give up on that which is of your dreams but most importantly of all do not give up on that which is the vision of god which has been revealed unto you time and time again that has been instilled in you that is firing up in that of your heart and truly just echoing in your spirit. God is desiring for wonderful things to take place in your life. But my brothers and sisters, it depends on you. You must take the initiative and get up and move. You must take that initiative and putting forth effort. And just taking that one step. Don't worry about where you're at. Don't worry about what you have and don't have. God has set things in place and things are already in motion. All you need to do is just make that first step. Amen. Move. Brothers and sisters, we are in a new age. We're in a new age. And 
yes, there's a lot of uncertainty around us, but in this uncertainty, we must be preparing ourselves for a change. We must be preparing ourselves for things that are happening because God is moving and God is allowing so many things to take place. You know, people are like, well, why did this happen? Why did it happen? You know, well, if there was a God, if this is that, then why did this happen? Or why is he not this? And why? People of God, listen to me. Focus yourself on that which has been given unto you to do. God knows what he's doing. God's got this. His plan will be, my God, his plan will be implemented. But what you need to do is focus on what he has given you, the task at hand, that which he has revealed unto you. Focus on that. So that when that day come, when you sit before the Lord and you on that judgment seat, you can hear the wonderful words, well done, my son. Because nobody wants to hear the words, I know not you. I do not know you. Be gone from me. Remove yourself from me. I know not of you. We don't want to hear that. We do not want to hear our Lord and Savior say unto us, I know not you. I know not who you are. Remove yourself from me. People of God, those are the worst and most damaging words that you can hear. If anyone has ever had that opportunity where or that moment where they've had a parent or they've had a loved one or even a close friend say something to you that just struck you so deeply in your heart and it was not what you was desiring to hear. Man, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, man, get away from me, man. I'm not in the mood right now. I don't want to see you or I don't want to hear you people of God at that moment in that time that sound very harsh that sound so disappointing unto you you were so filled with hurt you were damaged in that of your heart that moment just dropped just it just caused your whole life to just drop well then just imagine if that one little small minute thing caused you to have such a deepness of a tear in your heart. Imagine how much worse it would feel to hear our Lord and Savior say, I do not know you away from me. So people of God, I hear say, I'm not here to try to threaten you. I'm not here to try to scare you. My simple task, my simple assignment at hand is to encourage you from the words of God. And so we're going to do that today by bringing forth the, the blessful message that um, is prepared to be brought forth. And also allowing God to, to, to speak whatever's never needed to be spoken. Um, we're in a time right now where we must be diligent with what is at hand. Don't be so caught up on what's taking place around you. Allow yourself to be attentive to it to a certain degree. I'm not saying totally block yourself off from the world. No, you want to know what's going on. You want to know what's happening and what areas it's happening on. Because 
it may be privy to that of your assignment for the kingdom of God. You may have to travel there. You may have to do something in that area, uh, people of God. And even in that, where you, where, where you dwell, in the area of the community that you dwell, you may need to go out and do this. Or you may need to go out and go here. Or you may need to go and do that. So you do want to be aware. But the point that I'm trying to make is don't allow yourself to get so caught up in it that you lose sight of what God has laid upon your heart to do. It's easy to do because you will get caught up in what the devil is showing you. And basically, that's all he's doing. His schemes, his tricks, all the smokes and mirrors, the deception and deceit is to throw you off track. It's to catch you off guard. Because once he throw you off track and you're so focused on that, he can catch you off guard because you're not focused. You're not focused where you need to be. You're not focusing that of your gift and the strength and the power and authority that is within you. You're not using it to the fullest and correctly because he has thrown you off your game. Stay focused. Keep the eye on the prize, as they say. Don't let what the devil is doing the things he's doing in this world of society to throw you off from what God has released unto you, what God has showed you and has given you the authority to carry out. It's not easy and I understand, you know, we all go through moments, you know, we're flesh. You know, we are, we are spiritual beings inside a fleshly vessel. So we're going to be fighting constantly, you know, Word says that the spirit wars against the, the flesh, and the flesh wars against the spirit. In order that you do not do what it is that you so willingly and freely try to do. But people of God, there's ways that we can put ourselves in a position to where we're governed by the spirit and not by the flesh. Stay woke, stay attentive, stay mindful, stay focused. Stay in the word. Stay in fellowship with those who are of like mind. Don't get around those who are negative and speaking negative things and they want to keep you in a negative spot. As if they have their hand over you, you know, hovering over you, keeping you from advancing to where God is desiring you to advance to. Keeping you from being received of what God desires you to be received of. My brothers and sisters, those are not the people that you want to hang around. Those are not your companions of fellowship because they are trying to keep you in a negative area they're trying to keep you in that city of slumness that city of procrastination doing nothing that is not what god has called you forth to do or to be people of god Let us not get too caught up on the uncertainty, but let us take this time, this moment in time, to be focused on preparing, getting things in order, doing what we need to make sure that we're safe and we're sound, that we're healthy, and doing things to remain healthy and safe. Allowing ourselves to dwell in that of discerning of the Spirit. So that we can make those wise and righteous decisions. And those that look up to us, our family, our children, our, our spouses, and even our friends, they can see that. And they will follow suit. 
But people of God, we must be the ones to make that first move. We must take that initial step. And so today I'm here to say to you that even though you may have had some rough patches along the journey of a life, even though it seems like God has had his hand wrath upon you and that he has turned his face from you, I'm here to tell you now, God still loves you. He still desires to see all the wonderful things that he has prepared and has in store to be released upon your life. He does not desire you to be destroyed. He does not desire you to lose out on the salvation and that of his kingdom. People of God, God is waiting and he will release unto you all of that of his heart desires over your life and the life of your loved ones. Oh my God, here for the generations to come. But we must move now. We must act now. We must begin to do what is needed to be done right now. Prepare yourself, whether that be your finances, whether that be your health, whether that be a relationship, your job, your business, your house. People of God, Prepare yourself now. God has given you a vision. God has spoken to you, whether directly or indirectly through someone. He has used someone or he has used something to speak to you, to get your attention. Do not dismiss that. But take it. Take it. Take it for the truth that it is. And pray on it. Open yourself to it your heart, your mind, and allow your spirit to be in discerning of it. Amen. We are in uncertain times, but these uncertain times is not concerning the kingdom of God because God is not a, my God, he is not a God of uncertainty. It just so happened that we are in an uncertain world, but we do not serve a God of uncertainty. Amen. So I pray as I move forth in this message and I bring forth uh, this encouragement uh, unto you today that you will receive it and that it will resonate to you as it needs to according to God's desires. I know not everybody will perceive it and, and receive it and not everyone have a, will have a discerning on it and that of the same. But that's the wonderfulness of our God. He knows not everybody perceives things the same or on the same level. He knows that we do not learn on the same level or the same way. He knows that our minds cannot process things on the same level. But my brothers and sisters, the only thing I say to you, open your heart and your minds so that you can perceive what comes forth, which will allow you to receive it. And as you receive it, your spirit will discern it. And as you discern it, you will be able to allow it to walk out, to carry out in your life as God desired and as God has intended to. Amen. Don't sit and say, oh, well, you know, he ain't talking about me. Oh, this ain't for me. You know, it's encouragement, but that ain't for me. No. Listen. <laughs> My God. Listen to it. That old shit. Because... There may be parts of it. There may just be one word. That God is 
that God is desiring for you to receive. And in just that one word, it would touch your spirit. And you would be like, whoa, I was just talking about that. Well, I was just praying about that. Or that thought just came upon me and that of my time of meditation, that of my time of devotional. See, God has a way of touching you. Come on now, see, you ain't hearing me. God has a way of touching you in ways that is unexpected or announced unto you. You're looking for this big, glorious move of God, as they say, to take place. You're looking for things to just shake, and you're looking for the ground to move, and you're looking for the sky to open up, and you're looking for heaven to, to reach out his arms of blessings unto you, and you're looking for angels to start flying down from the sky in droves of thousands. But people of God, our Father, our Heavenly Father, moves in quiet and simple ways sometimes. And he will use the simplest method to get cross to you, to touch you, to open you up, to be receiveth of what it is he desire you to receive. Because it's in the simpleness, my God, that he fools man. That he confuses the devil. You ain't hearing me here. Listen to what I'm saying. And receive, people of God. Open your hearts and your minds and receive. Amen. Receive. This is not a time to be sitting back and, and looking at the news and saying, oh, well, you know, they got this going on over here. And, you know, that just happened there. I told you that we're going to da 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 Okay. So you told us, but people of God, don't get caught up. Don't get caught up because see, when things really come down the pipe, when the hand of God truly come down, you want to be ready. You want to be prepared. You want to be able to go before the Lord and hear him say, well done. And see, this is more than just got to do with us not sinning. This is more than just Loving thy neighbor. This is more than just not stealing. Not cussing. This is carrying out the assignment that has been bestowed upon you by that of thy heavenly God, thy Father, for the kingdom of heaven. And that is also a part of your judgment. What he has given unto you to do. So people of God, I'm saying to you, get things in order. Get yourself ready. Be prepared. Amen. You prepare for a job interview. You prepare to go to work. You prepare to sit down and eat. You prepare to take a shower. You prepare to go out and party. So why can't you prepare, people of God, for the day that you will sit before the Lord? Why can't you prepare for the blessings that God is desiring to release into your life? Prepare. Just make that move. Amen. There are provisional blessings waiting along your journey just for you to partake of. But most likely you don't see them because you're so caught up on what's going on around you. You're so caught up in that situation that has come forth of that life changing issue that just happened that you don't see the blessing sitting right there.
Stay focused. Stay focused. Do not desire to be part of those who pay attention to the uncertainty of this world to the point it causes you to lose a connection with that of thy heavenly father, thy God. For our Lord is our guide. People of God, don't get lost. Amen. Don't get lost. Thank you, Father God. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing me of another day, giving unto me right mind and sound, man. And thank you, Father God, as I have awakened in such blissful state. Thank you for wholeness in my body and that of health, strength, and mobility. Thank you for seeing me worthy to come forth and bring the encouragement from that of your word and present it unto your people. Thank you for that. In this process, I myself have been encouraged and I am thankful. It has been a long journey. It, yes, it has been tiring sometimes. It has come to the point sometimes where I desire to throw in the tower. I desire to just give everything up and let it go. But it's through that of your encouragement that has helped me to persevere, that has kept me motivated and refueled me each and every time. It's through that of your encouragement that I've been able to stand my ground through some hard times, times that I've never thought I would experience. through some situations that I never thought that I would be a part of, let alone come close to even knowing about. People of God, hear me. Let God speak to you. For Father, as I come to you right now, I pray for my brothers and my sisters in Christ to open their hearts, open their minds to be received of you. I know that we can say that not every message that our pastor brings forth or our bishop or our apostle brings forth, not every sermon we can say, oh, that's not for me. He's not talking about me or she's not speaking to me today. But people of God, allow your hearts and your minds to be received. This is what I desire, Father, for my brothers and sisters in Christ to have an open mind, open heart to be received of that of you. Because it's in that willingness, it's in that moment of surrendering that we can be received of all that we need to continue our life's journey and finish the assignment that has been charged unto us and see our lives be full, to see the fullness of the purpose of our lives. So, Father God, in, in my moment, in this time of petition, that of your throne room, and coming unto you in time of humbleness and meekness, I ask. I ask for all the heartfelt desires that you have for your people to be showered upon them now. 
I thank you that you have not brought forth that of your hand or wrath upon us seriously in fullness of that of your strength, your might. I thank you that you have not completely turned our face from us, but you have glanced upon us, making sure that we are okay. I thank you that for that our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus is not just a guide for us, but he's a mentor. He's a mediator. Oh my God, he's a lawyer in the courtroom. He's a warrior on the battlefield. He's a strong tower of refuge of which we run unto. Where the righteous seek shelter. So I'm thankful for this. And I pray for my brothers and sisters to be receiveth of what you're desiring, what you have already set in place. And it's part of your plan that has already begun to take motion. So as these words come forth of this message today, and as you guide me through, I pray, Father God, for that which is laid upon my heart to be spoken, that it will be heard. Heard in that of perceiving that they can receive. And then as they receive that, they can have discernment in the spirit to allow it to walk out, to carry out in their lives. We thank you for your blessings we thank you for that of your refuge that protects us through these uncertain times. Give unto us, O oh Father God, fulfillment and joy, guidance, purpose, meaning. For although this world that we're in, this society, is moving around there in franticness, there in confusion, and all things uncertainty, because so much is taking place here and there, there and there, that from one second to the next they know not. But we put our trust in you. We surrender our lives unto that of you. For you are a faithful God. And your word does not go out and come back unto you void. Bless with you, Father God. Thank you, thank you. My God, for that which you are releasing right now. For that this is a moment for us to be attentive and stay woke. So that we can take this time to prepare. Get our lives in order. Moving forth. So that we can be ready. We can be focused. To be receiving of the blessings. That you are releasing into our lives. And not just for the benefit of us. But also for the benefit of those that we will soon encounter. Those who will become a part of our lives. Amen. 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 Once again, my brothers and sisters, thank you for joining. I appreciate your time that you give to be receiving of the weekly uh, encouragement devotional message that come forth on this podcast. Um, we are based on anchor.fm and you can find us there as the encouragement daily podcast and i am so thankful and grateful for um your attentiveness and the diligence that you show uh i am honored that you take time out to be receivers of this message because as i've said previously there's so many podcasts out there 
is has grown beyond a million plus. And within that million plus, there are there are podcasts that do bring forth encouragement. And I know that there are some that do bring forth encouragement in that of God's word. So I thank you that you listen to us. I thank you that you each and every week are faithful to come unto this channel, unto this space, this time to be received of a weekly encouragement devotional message. And it is my sincere and hopeful prayers that everything that comes forth will bring you joy, will bring you prosperity, and will instill you with the knowledgeable wisdom of God in the time that it uplifts you with encouragement and pushes you with motivation. Amen. O oh Lord, you are righteous. Show us your unfailing love. You, Lord, showed favor to your land. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the iniquity of your people and covered all their sins. You set aside all your wrath and turned from your fierce anger. Restore us again, God, our Savior, and put away your displeasures towards us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger through all generations? Will you not reveal us again, revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? My God, will you not revive us again? Will you not reveal unto us again the blessings of that of your love? That's a powerful statement right there. That's a powerful statement. He put that question to God. Mm, my God, that book showed up David was a blissful man. Mm, my God. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger through all generations? Will you not revive us again? Revealing your love unto us? My God. See, he says, will you not revive us again? But see, I say, will you not reveal your love unto us? Because... I'm looking at it as basically it's saying the same thing. Will you not revive us? Will you not show love unto us again? People of God. David, David, man. Psalms is a powerful book. Jesus. He says, will you not revive us again? That your people may rejoice in you. That your people may rejoice in you. Show us your unfailing love, Lord, and grant us your salvation. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Wow. You know, 
we talk so much so quickly about the negative things that take place in our lives and we're so dismayed about life issues, how they change and the effect that it has upon us. And we would talk about this and we, we I mean, we would go on and on and on and we would have stories beyond this and we would be so dramatic with it, so dramatized with it. But yet, we cannot speak of the blessings of God that have been showered in our lives. And we mumber and we groan and we bicker because we don't receive what we think we should receive. We don't give honor and thankfulness and thanksgiving for what we have. And thank you, Holy Spirit. See, that thought just came to me. Imagine what God is thinking, what he is saying. You ungrateful people. You ungrateful people. And oh, ye of little faith. Because you sit there and you, you bicker and you moan about what happened to you. What you don't have. And oh, yeah, you know, I got this, but it, it, it yeah, that wasn't nothing. <laughs> Oh, my God. And see, I felt that. You know what they say? They say, hit dogs, holler. See, I felt that, and yes, I holler. You know, because I, I, I've been there. I'm one of the ones who have bickered and moaned before. Because I've been in some situations. I've been in some trying times where I was waiting and hoping for a blessing. And I received but I didn't receive what I was desiring and hoping to receive. And in that split second, that moment, I had a mindset like, wow, this is unbelievable. This is good. I was blessed, but I, 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 I wish I had more. I wished. My God, that, 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 that word, wish. You can say I'm wrong and you can probably say, well, you know, your thoughts on this might not be my thoughts. But I have grown and I am growing to understand to be careful on saying the word wish. Because that's saying I don't believe to me. I wish this would happen. I don't have faith right after I have spoken. It to be so. But then I wish. No. I am in anticipation. I am in faithfulness that this will happen. Our choice of words and our mindset and demeanor will cause us to miss our own blessings. Will cause us to be blind. Right in the midst of the blessings of God being released upon our lives. But we're so caught up. We're so caught up and we allow ourselves to be blindsided by Satan. 
that we don't see it right before. I mean, it's like a beacon of light right in front of us, but we don't see it because we have allowed the moves, the schemes, the deceitfulness of Satan to blind us, to infiltrate us and cause us to respond in a way that is ungodly, that is ungrateful, and that is unrighteous. And God is saying, you ungrateful people. O ye of little faith. People of God. I don't know your situations. I don't know the hard times that you've gone through or even that which is upon you now. I don't know what you've had to endure or what you're enduring now or what is yet to come. I don't know what you have and what you don't have and what you're desiring and what you feel should have been released unto you. I have no understanding, no knowledge of that. But I will say this. I have been in a point to where I understand what it means to abide, to abound, my God, to abound in little, just as I abound in much. When you become happy with little, when you become, my God, content, and seeing people look at that word content and they read it the wrong way. You can be in content, but not be fully satisfied. You could be in content, my God, but still in being expectations. See, people of God, you have to learn to be in content for the moment. Be happy for the moment because, see, we look at things and we say, well, you know, this is going on, that going on, I got, man, I don't know what I'm this and I don't know what I'm going to do, you know, this don't took place, this don't unfold. But brothers, my sisters, stop for a moment and think. Where were you at just a second ago? Just a second ago, were you were you not in a were you not in a more worse place than that? Or let me say it this way: Did you not have something happen to you that was a bad situation, a bad circumstance to come forth? And you said then you said the same thing, but then you you made it through that. Of course you know you didn't make it through on your own. I know you gotta you gotta know that. You you gotta have come to the realization that you did not make it through that 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 situation, that circumstance. You did not make it over that hurdle alone. It was not your physical body that lift you up and push you over that hurdle. It was the hand of God. I don't lost you. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm speaking a little bit too much above. Maybe I need to come down a little bit and not. I say that not to insult anyone, but I say it because listen to me. And listen to yourself sometime. And think about it. You would not be where you're at if it had not been for God. Now you say, well, I don't take that as encouragement because 
man, I'm in a bad situation. <laughs> if you think like that and you say that, you still ain't got it. People of God, look at your whole situation. Look at your life, past, present, and then be embarrassed in the future that God is wanting to release in your life. Because see, look at it this way. Think about it financially. Let's think about it in a financial way. Because that's what we seem to jump to the most. That's what we seem to have our minds caught up and hung up on the most. A financial blessing. So let's look at it in a financial way. Let's look at it in a monetary way. Amen. You're looking for financial blessings to come through. You need. Let's say you need $500. But you were blessed with 150 You had $50 in hand. At your disposal. Which wasn't nothing. To you. It ain't nothing. You look at it as nothing. Because you're focused on the amount. That is needed. <laughs> My God. Instead of focusing on how great your God is, our God is, our Heavenly Father is. You're focusing on the amount that's needed. Say it again. You're focusing on the amount that's needed to where you're not, you're, you're, you're not in rejoicing <laughs> on how great our God is. Because see, he can give unto you that which is exceedingly abundant over what you desire you can even imagine but yet you hung up on that one little amount and you anticipate oh man I don't know how I'm going to come up with that you look at your situation and you got $50 to your name your resources are tapped out nobody can help you and just when you think that you couldn't get anything you come up with 150 okay a door opened up for you to pour out unto you a, a blessing. But to you it's a minute blessing. To you it's, it's it, you like, oh, you could have kept that. That's not going to help me. But see, that 150 now got you to 200. So you now you only need a three. You only need a three now. But still you, you, you uncertain. Still you are not in faith. Still, you are ungrateful and walking in unrighteousness because you still have little faith. People of God, be thankful for what you have, no matter how small it is, no matter how minute it may be to you, no matter how much unvaluable it may seem to that of yours carnal eyes your carnal perception your fleshly perception be thankful for it give thanks for it, be joyous for it praise God and worship unto him see this is why because God will take that little and turn it into an abundance but we're so caught up on what we need to get that we're not <laughs> we're not rejoicing on what God is trying to take us we're missing 
the blessing. If you rejoice and be thankful, say, okay, well, you know, I got fifty dollars. That ain't nothing. I know that ain't nothing. You know, I'm still I'm still four fifty short. Then you get a phone call. It's somebody, you know, it's an acquaintance. You, you guys ain't talked that much, but they got word that you was in need. And they called you and they said, well, hey, you know, I'm sorry, my brother, that, you know, um, I didn't get with you sooner. But, you know, I understand that you had, you know, you're in, you're in a situation and I just wanted to um, bless you. You know, I don't have much and it's not going to meet what you, what you need, you know, what you need. But, I, I, hey, I want to give you what I got. And so they bestow unto you $150. And not only that, they tell you, hey, you ain't got to come and get it. I'm going to bring it to you. I'm gonna bring it to you right now. Matter of fact, I'm I'm getting I'm going to my car to get in right now, and I'm coming your way. I'm gonna bring it to you. And see, you thankful and you joyful. You're like, oh my God, thank you, oh thank you, Jesus, and you, oh hallelujah. But then as soon as you hang that phone up, you're like, man, one fifty, okay, I got fifty already in hand. That puts me at two. I'm still three short. And you're like, oh God, I'm. I ain't going to make it there. I ain't going to make it there. See, you don't went back into that disappointed stage. You don't went back into that negativity. You don't allow the doubtfulness of, my God, of Satan's schemes to hover over you once again. You have withdrawn and you have dropped your shield of faith once more. You were excited for a moment because you got that call from a, 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 a friend, from a buddy. And you're like, oh man, he came through. He came through. But at the same time, once he hung up with him, you're like, oh man, I was kind of hoping that he was going he was going to take care of me, that he was going to this. And so you're disappointed. And truth be told, somewhere back there, in your mind, and your feelings, in your feelings of the flesh, you're, you're disappointed in him or her. Man, I would have thought they had my back. Well, they did have your back. Because, see, you don't know their situation. You don't know they could be in a worse situation than you. But yet, they're managed to scrounge up. They're managed to squeeze up. They're managed to pray up $150 to give you. That thousand fifty dollars they could have kept in their pocket and they could have used towards their situation. But you are so ungrateful. <laughs> My God. Dear Lord, yeah. Be grateful for the little. Being content of what you have for the moment. Because when you ain't content of what you have at your disposal for the moment, guess what? God will release our blessings of abundance in your life. Because you were faithful. Because you were content. Because you rejoiced. Because you gave praise. Because you worshiped. Because you stayed praying. You were thanksgiving for all that you had. Even though in the eyes of some, it was nothing. people of God in this message David is saying show your favor to your land you restore the fortunes of Jacob 
You forgave the iniquities of your people and covered all their sins. You set aside all your wrath and turned from your fierce anger. Restore us again, God, our Savior, and put away your displeasure towards us. Would you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger through all generations? Will you not revive us again? People of God, our Heavenly Father is desiring to revive us again. He is designed to pour out his blessings upon the land. He is designed to open up the windows of heaven and allow all that which is of his kingdom to truly saturate us in that of blessings. Not just a monetary blessing. Not just for a moment here you are and here you go for a set time blessing. But for an eternity blessing. See, people of God to a, to, to a point where there's overflow, to, to a point where it's such an abundance that you cannot contain. Meaning that not only will you have more than enough, but you will be able to give, 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 give. And even those who you give unto will be able to give, give, give. We ain't listening here. Hmm, my God. Thank you, Jesus. See, right now in my thoughts, I'm, 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 I'm thinking, God, help me. Help me in that of my ways. Because, see, I'm not going to sit here and bring the word unto you, bring the encouragement from the word of God unto you, and not say that I'm not one of those hit dogs. Because I am one of those hit dogs. And I have hollered. Trust me, I have hollered. I have hollered and cried out to God for forgiveness, for mercy. And I have thanked him for his forgiveness and his mercy and his grace. Through the situations that I've had to go through, from the times that I've had to suffer, I had to sit and had nothing. And even when I had a little bit of a morsel, I was happy with that. I was happy with what the world would look at and think of it as being nothing. But to me, it was something. And I was content with it. Why? Because in my heart, in my spirit, I knew that God had more for me. I knew that that wasn't it. I knew that God's not going to say, here, flip a nickel to me and say, be blessed, my son. And then not give me anything else. No, that was just a portion. That was just a little touch. For him to get me to see there's more. <laughs> Let me see how you handle that. Let me see what you do with that. Let me see your reaction to that. And I'll be honest, my reaction at times when I've been blessed with little things here and there has not always been good. It hasn't. I've had thoughts that were not right. I've had things and deeds that I've done in action that were not right. And I sat back and said, well, dang, I didn't do that right. I probably should have did it this way. I probably should have went this route. Did, was I thinking right? Did I bless the right people? Did I go here? Did I go there? I only had this much available, but I tried it. I tried. I did. I did. 
people of God. Last week, my God, thank you, Holy Spirit. Last week, I did a message on being joyful and not ashamed to give from that of your means. Because sometimes we're ashamed. We're ashamed to give that which is of our means. And you say, well, Brother Tim, what do you mean? There are times when we we may not have what the offering is calling for. Or what the man or woman of God is speaking to to give, for us to give and, and petition unto us to give. We we don't have that. And even when we deep we you know we dig deep down, we still don't have that. We're just in that situation, y'all. You know, we don't got hit with some life-changing issues and we tapped out. I came to church. I came to service with my, my $20. And here it is, a man of God is asking for 50 He's asking for 100 Or I got $10 or I got $5 in my pocket and, you know, that's all I got. I put some gas in the tank and I got to make it back and forth to work and I got to go here and take my kids and I got, I got to do some things. I got commitments. That I can't back out of. And I'm left with this $5 I had for offer. My tithes is paid. I was going to give this $5 for offer. And the man of God, a woman of God is calling for 20 The man and woman of God is calling for 50 calling for 100 I don't have it. People of God. Be thankful for what you have. Give what is your means at that moment because see in God's eyes that's your abundance I don't think y'all getting me right now y'all not getting me lost I don't want you to be lost I want you to be understanding I want you to be received I want you to have the discerning to be blessed that you can walk in prosperity I'm trying to get you to understand that no matter where you're at, no matter what you have, no matter what you're able to do, be thankful. Be thankful for it. Be thankful for it. Don't sit there and burden yourself with trying to compare yourself to the Joneses, as we say. Trying to live your life according to how they're doing. Because see, you don't truthfully know their lives. You only, need, you only know what you see and what they allow you to see and hear. You don't know what's truthfully going on behind their walls. You don't truthfully know their conversations at night or their or their frantic arguments in the morning. You don't know. Man and woman of God, you don't know. So don't sit there and try to try to batch your mind and, and figure out, okay, how can I be with the Joneses? How can I how can I ride with them? How can I how can I flash? How can I hang? How can I drip? Oh, Jesus. Hey, my brothers and sisters. <laughs> um, it looks like we had another week where I've gone over um, 
the time that is set aside because that was just a notification letting me know that we're at that point uh, in the show to bring forth the spiritual food for thought. Um, but once again, I'm going to push that back a few minutes so I can finish up my notes and, uh, and move on to uh, bring you this word of encouragement. But as I was saying, my brothers and sisters, don't live your life according to somebody else. And I know you, I don't want you to get the wrong understanding of that. I want you to understand this. When it comes to our man and woman of God, when it comes to our pastor, when it comes to our bishop or our apostle, when it comes to the, the man of God, and the first lady, they are examples and they're supposed to live that they can be an example. And, you know, we see them and we're supposed to take from their lives how we should be. We're supposed to take from their lives how we should carry and conduct ourselves as men and women of God, as disciples of Christ. Now, our lives are not going to always be as pristine as theirs may be. Our lives are not always going to be as uplifting as theirs may be. Our lives are not always going to be as prosperous as their lives can be. And at times it may be more. And at times it may be less or it may be in between. But my point is this. What God has for you is not the same thing that he had for them. Hear what I'm saying? They are examples for you to live by according to how you should conduct yourself. According to how you should walk in faith. According to how you should be a representative for the kingdom of God. But people of God. That doesn't mean that just because they may drive a nice car that you should go out and get you a nice car. That's not within your means. And you say, oh, well, God bless me. Well, I'm just going to leave that right there. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to talk on that no more. But I'm going to say this. Stop trying to live with the Joneses and live with God. Amen. Because, see, be thankful for what you have. Don't be ashamed. You know, you say, well, man, you know, I, you see in the house that Pastor got, oh, man, he got, they got a nice house. And then you come home and you got a one-bedroom apartment or you got what they say, a shotgun shack. Well, you know what? Be thankful for your shotgun shack. Be thankful for it. You know what I'm saying? Keep, your, keep the inside clean. Keep the yard clean. Keep the dishes going. Cause you're a good millionaire, what you have to cook. Amen. Keep your clothes washed, what you got to wear. And be thankful because see, God is about to release a blessing on you. <laughs> My God. And you have to look at what's really important in that situation. The importance of that is that you have your life. That is a blessing. That is the best blessing you can wake up to is to wake up alive because with that, you have opportunity. You have means to go out and do better, get better, become better, to become great as God desired you to. But my brothers and sisters, as my pastors to say, you wake up dead, what opportunity do you have then? Nothing. You're no longer amongst the living. So rejoice when you wake up in the morning because that's a that's a blessing right there. Just that. And if you don't receive anything else remainder of that day, just be thankful that you're alive. 
Because with that life, now use it now. Use that time to do what you need to do. God has laid upon your heart to do something. Do it. God is calling you for an assignment. Take it. And do it with the utmostness of that of your ability. And in your moments of weariness, seek the Lord. Release all the heaviness and the burdens unto him. And take upon you his yoke. I speak from experience. I've had moments. I've had times. I'm going through things right now. But I can look at where I've been and see, my God, where I'm at and then where I'm going. And I cannot be so concerned about what's going on right now. I'm not saying that I ignore it, but no, I'm doing what I need to do to be able to get through it. I'm doing what I need to do. I'm doing my part. Amen. I'm doing my part of the process so that the process can go ahead and move on. Let's not get caught up and hinder the process. Because there's a lot of times God is doing things, but there's a process that needs to take place for those things to come forth. And then we don't understand that some of the times we're part of the process and we need to do our part. But we won't do our part because we're caught up on where we at, what we don't have, what we can't do. No, do what you're able to do. And release it to God. David says, show us your unfailing love, Lord, and grant us your salvation. Surely this, his salvation is near those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Love and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth and righteousness looks down from heaven. The Lord will indeed give what is good, and our land will yield its harvest. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. Hmm, my God. People of God. With that being said, how much more do you think that the Lord God is preparing the way for us. It says righteousness, righteousness goes before him and prepares the way of his steps. So how much more righteousness, how much more blessfulness will go before us preparing the way of our steps? Are we not his people? Are we not his children? Does he not desire to pour out his heart unto us and give unto us all that of his kingdom? So if that is so, then how much more righteousness will go before us? How much more righteousness will he release to prepare the way for us? Oh, come on now. Y'all ain't getting me here. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to share it because um, it's a little bit on the personal side. It's a part that I'm not going to 
that that should not be shared to a certain point. But I will say this. I had a moment where I thought things were going to move in the better for me, that things were, 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 were going to get just a little bit better for me. Um, I was able to acquire some credit. I was able to acquire something, you know, that we all wish we had. And I was surprised and shocked that I, 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 I was where I was at in my financial stability. Because I never, never really took the time to look at it. And I know I'm not the only one. I mean, we get caught up. We get caught up in working. We get caught up in so many things that, yeah, we think, you know, that should be a part of uh, what we should be paying attention to. But sometimes it's, it's not. We don't pay attention to it the way we should because we get caught up. And I was caught up in working. I was caught up in everything. I wasn't really attentive. But most of all, I wasn't as knowledgeable as I should have been. If I knew then what I know now, oh my God, <laughs> I truly would be a force to reckon with. But you see, it wasn't much what I had. The opportunity that opened up to me for me to take up, it wasn't much. And to some people, they would have been like, that's it? Oh, okay. Man, I don't got those offers time and time again. But see, for me, <laughs> come on now, listen to me now, because I don't want to lose you. For me, that was great. That made my day. That was my world. You understand what I'm saying? I knew I had an understanding that to someone else, it wasn't anything. To someone else, it was just, as they say, a drop in the bucket. To someone else, they could, they could probably show me that ten times fold. But to me, someone that was struggling, someone that was trying to make ends meet, someone that was trying to keep his head above water, when the water seemed like it was constantly rising, <laughs> every morning sucking up of each day. Amen? So that was something. I seen a glimpse of light in the horizon. You understand what I'm saying? I seen a way out. I seen hope with that little bit. And so with that little bit, you know, there came a moment where someone needed help. And I helped them. You know, because that's what we do. Amen. I helped them. And you know, it came back and bite me. You know, it, it, it bit me because it didn't end well. And I got stuck with not just a, a, a small amount of debt that I already had, but I got stuck with that person's debt on top of mine. And then not only that, a few months later, my car went out on me. One of my jobs, situation on that got to the point where I had to let it go. Then I wound up losing my apartment. Yeah, you could say that was a domino effect. And it hurt me. It hurt me. 
not just my pride, but it hurt me in my heart because it was someone I trusted. It was someone I would give my all unto. But see, that was a moment I did not know that that was just the beginning. There was much more to come. I stayed homeless for a few more years. And quite frankly, to be honest to you, I'm still homeless to this day. Well, I'm not on the streets. I'm not living out of a box or a tent. I'm not on a corner. I'm not sleeping on a bench or on the concrete or in the alleyway or in somebody's business or residence doorway. But I don't have a place of my own to call my own. But yet, I have a roof over my head. I have warmness and a bed to lay in to comfort me and to bless me to have a, a joy sleep and rest. I have the ability to store food and prepare food. I have transportation. I can go when I need and where I need and how I desire to go. So, although my life is not full as some others may see full who have their own dwelling who has been able to have a house a, a car and you know a good job and abundance of money in the bank I mean I have all those things or I may not have it to the fullness of that but brothers and sisters I'm content I'm content where I'm at right now with what I have because I know that God's not done with He's not finished with me. My God. And see, when you get an understanding of that, when you have, when you become woke, <laughs> then you'll be grateful. Now, I'm not saying that you're not going to have some moments where you'll be like, man, that's it. Ooh, I was kind of hoping for a little bit more. I was this, I was that. I'm not saying that you're not going to still have those moments, but what I'm saying is more and more, little by little, you will become content. And you will understand what it means to be content for the moment. You will understand what it means to abound in that of littleness and to abound in that of greatness. You will understand what it means to be joyful and to be sad and still be happy. <laughs> but see that period of time you know yeah it got it got worse for me but see over the course of these few months that have passed this summer here we're in this we, you know we're in the summer slowly coming out of the summer going into the fall but over the summer here over these last few months i've been blessed it's not a lot you know um even like I said, some people would look at it and say, that's it, man. Hey, you excited about that? But see, they don't understand. They don't know my journey. You see what I'm saying? They don't know what I've been through. They don't know where I'm at. Nor do, can they understand or comprehend what could come. <laughs> but I just know that I'm happy. Because see, God has blessed me. God is restoring what I have lost. And he is opening my eyes so that I can see how to go about getting it. 
Because see, God is willing to restore, but you got to, my God, you got to be willing to be diligent in doing what you need to do so that you can receive it. Because there's steps that you need to take that will align yourself to where it will just drop right in your hand. But now it ain't going to drop in your hand if you ain't doing what you need to do. Sometimes it may be something as simple as you may have to sacrifice something. Or it may be simple as you may have to go over here and take this class. Or it may be as simple as you may have to just say, you know what, I'm just going to be patient. It may be something just that simple. But God knows that and he will share that with you. But my brothers and sisters, I have been blessed these few months. And I had concern with it because I was like, okay, should I do this? Should I do this? And (laughs) my God. God is restoring unto me. (laughs) My God. With just my first step, God restored unto me. Not just back where I was in this one area concerning this one thing. He didn't just restore me back to where I was. He restored me over. My God, you ain't hear me. My God. Not only was what was dormantly, it became a negativeness, an eyesore. God has blessed it to be a beautiful sight to look upon. God has, see, you're not getting me. You're not getting me. You're not getting me. God will take the most horrible situations and turn it into that which will resemble his glorious kingdom. And that's where I'm at. And in the process of doing that, you know, I hit that third move and I was like, wow. I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I was scared to do it because I was like, well, what if this don't happen? What if that don't happen? Or what if I don't get this? Or what if I don't? Or what if they say, no, they can't. This and that. And that. I was I was scared. Oh, well, they're not going to do it because, you know, I, I, I've i dealt with this company before. And they, they you know, they were the ones that I, 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 I lost my financial standing with. They was the ones that that I had that debt with. So they, they might look back on that and say, Well no, we can't we can't we can't we can't extend nothing to him because this, that, that, and the other. But people of God. <laughs> but God. <laughs> it's just that simple. But God. See, God will step into your situation if you allow him, if you take your hands up off of it. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes we have to take self out of the equation because, see, we think we know it all. We think that we got it all. We think we can do all. But people of God, we ain't nothing compared to God. See, He, we, we can't make things move like he do. You feel what I'm saying? Just his presence heals. Boom. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Just a mention of Jesus' name <laughs> send demons of flight. People of God, come on. Hear me now. Shepa Roshi Kalabarama. 
So right now, I'm constantly moving towards total financial freedom. Now that's not to say I'm no I, I I don't have no glamorous car. I don't live in a mansion. I'm not eating caviar and drinking wine, and I don't drink wine or alcohol. So even if I was I had the ability to do so, I wouldn't drink it. But my point is this. Although I'm not living that kind of lavish lifestyle, I'm blessed. You feel me? I'm blessed. And although what I may be financially is nothing to those who have thousands and hundreds of thousands and even millions, you know, at their beck and call. And the ability to get people to just jump at an opportunity to invest in just one word they may say. Although I may not have that, but guess what? You know who my investor is? My investor trumps everything that they can think of, every person that they can come up with. And that is my Heavenly Father, my God. That is my investor. My God. See, my Lord, he invested his life in me. <laughs> and to me, life is the most valuable that's the most valuable thing there is. We may not look at it like that, but it is. So right now, I'm thankful that I was able to get back what I lost. I'm thankful I was able to bring back my status. And not just bring it back to where that I succeeded that. You understand what I'm saying? And I... Thank you, Jesus. And I see myself continuously succeeding that. And it's not just that. It's just... It's other areas of my life that I've seen God bless me. So I'm saying to you, I'm getting ready to close... I'm going to read the, the, the spiritual food for thought and, you know, we're going to close out this message. But I want to say this. Just stay faithful. Just stay faithful. Be thankful. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. See, I just got a thought. I just thank you. We read about what it says in the word. It says, enter his courts with praise. In his course with thanksgiving. People of God. We're entering the presence of God. When we go to pray. We're crying. We're being, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with crying out to the Lord. But I'm saying don't, don't bicker and moan. Don't complain. But enter his course with thanksgiving. Enter his. Oh my God. Enter his presence with praise. Be joyful and content where you're at and what you have. Be grateful. Because the Lord our God is waiting to be generous unto us. But the reason why he's not generous is because we're not thankful.
were looked upon as being ungrateful, inconsiderate, and of little faith. Wow. Ungrateful, inconsiderate, and of little faith. So people of God, I leave this with you. Stay in faith. Be thankful. Enter the course of thy Lord and Savior. My God, with thanksgiving. Enter his presence. With praise. Give unto the Lord all that which is of you. Saying highly of him. And speak of his works. Because see, you see. That's going to get the attention that you need. That's going to get doors to open up for you. That's going to really truly propel you where you need to go. So I say, stay in faith. I know it's not easy. I know it's going to, you know, it's going to be some rough roads ahead. But don't lose your faith. Don't let your hope dwindle. Because from hope, birth is forth. Faith and from faith birth forth heavenly blessings. So don't lose don't lose sight of your hope. And when it birth forth faith and strongness, don't get weak in your faith. Continue to hold up that shield of faith. Continue to fight off and fend off those fiery dots of the devil. Stay in faith. Because I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, eventually. You're going to birth forth the manifestations of God's blessings, his heavenly blessings. Amen. And all the windows of heaven are going to pour out the kingdom of God unto your life. You say, well, you say, I don't see it and I don't understand it, but it's going to happen. You may be getting trickles of blessings right now, but I'm telling you right now, my God, don't give up. Because the Latin rain is going to come down on you. The blessings of God is going to drench you. <laughs> to the point of uncontainment. My God. Spiritual food for thought. You forgave the inequities of your people and covered all their sins. Once again, this is a spiritual food for thought for this day, for this week. You forgave the iniquity of your people and covered all their sins. People of God, let us be aware of what's taking place. But not to the point where we get caught up in it, but to the point that it helps us to prepare what we need to do and how we need to prepare and move forth and what we've been called to do. Amen. Some all parts of this week's message is quoted from Psalms 85. 1 through 7 and 9 through 13 and it can be found in the NIV once again some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Psalms 85 1 through 7 9 through 13 and can be found in the NIV amen I thank you for taking time out to join us this week and be a part of this week's um, podcast uh, part of this um, 
weeks as listeners and being received of this encouraging message. I pray that it has been a blessing unto you and that you will be able to, to go back and listen to it again. You know, if there's some parts that you probably didn't quite get that well or you was distracted or something distracted you and you didn't quite, you know, catch it. Hey, go back and check it out. Go back and listen to it um, so that you can fully get it because that is my desire that you will be able to perceive so that you can receive and that as you receive, you have discernment in your spirit to allow that which you have received to work and be walked out in your life. Amen. You would know what you need to do to allow it to do to be so. Amen. God bless you, my people of God, my brothers and sisters in Christ. May the day be continuously joyous and may you continuously be safe and full of health and live life to the fullest and that of our Lord and Savior as this day continues and may the rest of your week be more the same and may the joyness of the Lord meet and greet you each and every day. Amen. God bless. Mm-hmm.